The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show, bringing you the best in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. Hello, everybody. We got a great show for you today. Before we get started, let me introduce my cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, is everybody rocking today? Because this is going to be, uh, I'm told, a very hot show. I have no idea who's on it except that one guy that stood us up last week because he got lost in the time zone. And he's supposed to come back on today. If he doesn't, I'm going after him. So hang on, cat kids. Meanwhile, if you're looking at my face, I did not shave because I thought I would get like the grubby look that everybody's got now. It's supposed to be sexy and hot. Yeah, Except not. on me at my age, I look like I got out of a nursing home and they forgot to shave me. So I'm going to remove it tomorrow. But anyway, um, there's so much going on. I'm so, so excited, totally excited from the bottom of my heart. And I swear on my kids, I'm not lying. Lily McLeod's song is going to be on our radio today. What about the beautiful children? The song I've been carrying on about for months, weeks now, you're finally going to hear. I want every one of you that listen to contact me on my email. That's ronrussellshow, AOL.com. Write to me about what you think of this incredible song. And those of you in the chat room, please make a comment. You're about to hear something that you've never heard before. We're not playing it yet. No, but in a little while. I just okay. want to get everybody excited, Jimmy. <laughs> Stop it. He has no idea. He never would work in a circus, you know. He's too dull for a circus. I'm too dull for a circus. How about, though, you didn't even say hi to Chad. What's up, Chad? Well, I didn't finish yet. You're cutting me off. Okay, well. We'll we have three guests today, so I'm not going to be able to talk much. So that's sure. why I'm doing my little bit of thing now. Say you hi know, to Chad I, first, and then we, you talk. Why don't you put your hand up my ass and move my mouth? Okay, here. So I could be a marionette. It'll probably fit. Rue, Rue, okay. Rue. I'm going to ask Rue. Rue, what do you think of this? I mean, is he crazy? Oh, anyway, say crazy. hi to Chad. Chad, are you there? Chad, hi. So he leaves me alone. Rue Chad's wants, not answering uh, back. I, I fell asleep. you're dumb. There he is. I fell asleep. How are you? Rue, Rue Paul is going to say Good. Hi. Rue wants to say hi. Hi, Rue. I'm sexy with the big muscles. Oh, I love you. Oh, oh, oh. Well, thanks. That's RuPaul. Thanks, Ru. If ever you want to go with a transvestite, you got RuPaul here. I'll just call you, and you'll hook me up. Of course I will. <laughs> Ru is it? Look how cute she is. She's in her little silver thing. She never changes. I think she smells. We got to give a shout-out to thing. the chat room. Chat What's room. Up, chat room. What up, chat room? Say hi. Irish Ginger and Lady Lake, Cindy Lady Lake and Jack and Blake and everybody in the chat room. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. If, uh, well, if you guys hit the ITV button at the top of your screen, you can see us waving at you. You can see me, RuPaul, waving too. Come on, girls and boys, wave at me. Woo! 
Shut up, you stupid That's just bitch. terrible. We got wow. a great show for you guys today, starting <laughs> off with, we've got Platinum Selling Recording Allers, Dave Tolliver from Men at Large, then we got movie star, singer, television star, director, producer, John Schneider, and then we got Leon from Leon and the Peoples. It's going to be very, very exciting. And we are going to have the world release premiere of Ron's song, What About the Beautiful Children well, it's by not X Factor. I know, but you love it. I, I adore it. I love it. I mean, I heard it at its birth. I watched it become. We helped choose it. You know, there were so many tracks of it that she was doing. She was so lovely to invite Jimmy and I to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, to the recording studio where we helped her pick out the track. And we like this one because it has a ding a ling a ling in it. And the other ones didn't have ding a ling a ling. Actually, we we're releasing several. We're releasing more than one version on Tuesday. There's oh, but, two versions. But we want ding a ling. Yeah, we're playing Ding-a-ling. Oh, I love Ding-a-ling. That, that's some kind of a <laughs> I know sound you love Ding-a-lings. that the orchestra did. No, <laughs> shut up, you dirty mouth. Dirty mind. You know, you can't take him anyway. He, I, he's still a Floridian. I mean, I really, he's not sophisticated like we New Yorkers. <laughs> that's nice. I, I've never used dirty language or, or unapropos. Anyway, so as I was saying before, I forgot. He does that. He does that deliberately. When I'm on a roll, he likes to step on my lines. I love it. I think it's hilarious. Well, everybody's writing ding-a-ling-a-ling in the... Uh, anyway, oh, the ding-a-ling-a-ling is in the orchestra. Now, we heard it without the ding-a-ling-a-ling, and I said, Lily, it stinks. It just loses something. I don't get it. The ding-a-ling-a-ling it is heavenly because the song is about children. It is the most beautiful lyric and song I've heard since Heavenly by Johnny Mathis. For those of you who don't know who Johnny Mathis is or Heavenly, get it. It's a fabulous song. Anyway, so much. We love Lily. She's just like the most tremendous singer. Why she didn't win first place, I know why, but I can't tell. It was a fix. Because <laughs> Lily's voice beat the hell out of all those jerks on that show. I So what to about it. the beautiful children is getting released through Spectre Music Group on Tuesday. There's an R&B mix and the Ding-a-ling-a-ling mix, which is just, mm -hmm. just the original mix. Mm -hmm. and, uh, it's a ballad. It's fabulous. You guys are going to love it. And but I'll take bets on it that it's going to be number one in a couple of weeks. It's going to be a biggie. It's going to rock it. This song is so incredible. Please comment on it. I need those comments. I need to know that you're as crazy about it as I am. <clears throat> because after you hear it once, you want to hear it again. Lily hits some notes in that song that she could have been a calacatura opera singer. She's got a, vi a violin in her throat and a flute in her throat. No one sings like Lily McLeod, except Angie B. She's got a different voice, but B. Angie B. is a great girl singer also. <laughs> You, I mean, you, know, never, you don't have to like mention them both in the same well, sentence. No, it's time. just that you know, Ron is like torn between loyalties. <laughs> no, I love both of them. They're both my friends. You know, I've made them my friends. I worked hard on making them my friends because they don't trust most people, especially white people. They don't trust white people because they've been screwed over by white people for centuries, taken advantage of, used, abused. So they're they're a little leery about hanging out with white folk. And I just said to them, "They're not leery of us. They love no, us." No, because we're, we're first of all we're gay and we've gone through the same prejudice they have. We still are, and also the fact that we really do, really do, do, do care so much for the both of them. Absolutely, we want to welcome everybody in the uh, chat room. Uh, we got a, a new guest, Daniel, who's host the Independent Corner on iRadio in LA. Uh, so welcome, welcome everybody in the chat room. Hope everybody is uh, having a good time. And we're gonna, I think we're gonna call our first guest, but oh, we have like two minutes. So like, yeah, you got anything? I, you can... I have to put Rue down. Rue, darling, I love you tremendously, but you're still a guy and you weigh a lot, honey. I remember. Lifting him. I'm going to say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Watch my show, <laughs> drag show. Watch my drag show. What's it called? Uh, RuPaul's. RuPaul's drag show. Goodbye. I don't know what it's called. Uh, actually, I only watched it once. 
Um, so I'm not sure. I never watch it because they're not really drag queens. They're all done up. It's another one of those phony shows where they, you know, like another X Factor that they make the wrong one win because they want the audience to be angry. You see, on those stupid shows like The Voice and X Factor, they bring on a bunch of jerks. Sometimes they put in a true talent like Lily McLeod and a few other people. And they tease you. They stand up and say how tremendous you are, how fabulous you are. Now you think, oh, she's got it. She's going to win. And then at the end, some jerk that plays a harmonica wins. And you go, oh, I hate this show. I can't stand it. She should have won. Then you turn it in the next time. And then you wait next week to get the next sucker. Plus, there's disclaimers at the end of every show that says, like, you know, that, they, that the producers and the people of the show get to pick and do whatever they want to do anyway. And that's a lot of... It doesn't of, matter what you vote. Yeah, because you know what? I know, I know. <laughs> let's see. One, two, three, four, five. I know five people two of them very well that have been on those stupid shows and they all said to me, Ron, we were told what to sing, what to wear, what to do. What and to it, say, everything. What to say and it is so fixed. You have no idea. So don't listen Actually, to... Actually, we've had about 10 or 12 of them on the show. Yeah, I know. We, but the five that I spoke to, I was in the green room with a couple at the recording yeah. session with the, my other dream boat who I love. My, uh, what's her name? Shane. Shane. Shane, I love Shane. Shane's got an album coming out soon. That's her singles, Invincible's coming and, out. Yeah, and she had a song, uh, Roses. Oh, another great song. You know, we do have great music today, and most of it is coming from the 80s performers, except for Shane. She's a baby. She's only like 21. Two. Two. But, the, but the older broads, like Lily McLeod is 54 years old. And when they say black don't crack, they ain't kidding. This kid looks about... 25. I couldn't believe that she's got grandchildren. I met her son. Her son is older than I am, I thought. Maybe. Anyway, no, that wasn't her son. No, that was her brother. That was her brother. The, the son is the good-looking one. There's a picture. Of, you'll see the picture. There's the, the son and the daughter. Anyway. Two daughters and the son. <laughs> in a way, got, we're going to like premiere What About the Beautiful Children in a minute, but first got to call our guest because now it's time to call. So okay, let's Let's go. rock and roll, Mr. Chad Murphy. I kept them. Good. You get them. We torture them. <laughs> Hello? Hello, Dave Tolliver. Welcome to the Jimmy Shaw Show. Jimmy Shaw Show? What's that? Oh, yeah. When, did, it, did it sound like Jimmy Shaw? Jimmy Star Show. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Shaw. You are live. Welcome to the show, Dave. Before we get started, let me introduce you to my cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. That's Russell. That's Roosh Russo. Because yeah. if he's Jimmy Shaw, I'm Roosh Russo. Yeah, what do you say there? That's right. And we Let's don't go. have any drugs or alcohol here. This is all yeah, natural right. insanity. How are you, my friend? And welcome to this den of insanity. I, mean, I love it, man. I love it. Let's get wild, man. Let's go crazy, man. You got to have a little alcohol and drugs, though. Bring it's that on. Cool. Too. I love your I love your English accent. Where are you from in London? <laughs> I'm uh, <laughs> from Compton. <laughs> Close. Compton, New Jersey. Yay! Compton, New Jersey. Compton. Compton, New Jersey. No, Compton, LA. Oh man. No, there's a Compton. There's a Compton, New Jersey, also. No. Are you a Compton? Actually, but you're calling us from Atlanta, right? We're talking to you in Atlanta. Right, but I'm originally from Cleveland, Ohio, though. You know, by way of Gerald Avert. Eddie LeVert. Yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. I have to tell you, I have four friends of mine who are from Canton, Cleveland, and another place I forgot. The nicest people in the world come. Oh, and my friend Med Rugnick. The nicest people in the world come out of Ohio. Don't ask me why. Oh, yeah. They're really friendly and kind and sweet. 
New Jersey, they, they're nuts. New York, they're wild. L.A., they don't know who they are. <laughs> anyway, welcome. Let's hear all hold about on, you. Hold on, hold on, no, no, wait, wait. Hey, give uh, a uh, shout uh, out. Give a shout out to the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Chad, what do you say, babe? Wow, getting crazy with Dave Tolliver. Yeah. I like him? Chad because I, yeah, I like okay. it when Chad does all that stuff. I, th I think it's okay. a lot of fun. And then, Dave, we got a chat room full of people, so how about give a shout-out to the chat room? Hello, chat room people. How are you, Mike? There you go. There was his British Me accent. Meanwhile, was that picture just of him that went by? Oh, I don't know. No, I don't think so. He's, he's a dapper-looking guy, if that's him. First of all, okay, so Dave, so Dave, actually, yeah, I saw some pictures. You're not as large as you used to be when you were men at large. Put a picture up, Chad. Okay. Let's have a picture. I kind of, I, I kind of slimmed down some. I'm still fat, though, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not called fat anymore. It's called healthy. Well, oh, yeah, there it is. You know, pleasing, pleasingly plump. Well fed. You know, charmingly chubby, the whole nine. Oh, I like that. Well, like I, I and see now, Ron does because Ron won't know who Men at Large is, but Men Not at Large at was a, a very, very successful uh, recording group. Uh, they had actually in nineteen, I think it was like nineteen ninety three. They had like the number one song of the year on radio. And, I was only uh, seven years it was, old. You were only seven, 19? right? It was wait, wait, wait. Let me finish explaining. So that was called So Alone, uh, and and they're called Men at Large because both the guys in the group were big. Super big. Men at large. Men at large. Yeah, well, I was only seven. More years loving. Old, so. More loving for the women. Yeah. You already <laughs> know. That's how, that's how they like it. You got you gotta have enough for them. If you don't have enough, man, you know you get problems, man. You gotta have enough. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> you know what? There are a lot of chubby chases around because I know a lot of girls that will not go out with a guy that's like muscular and stuff like that. And I asked them, I said, how come you don't like muscular guys? They said, because they're not a, a, a twig. They're not like a hundred pounds. They're chubby women. And they get embarrassed to be with these hunky guys. Not that the hunky guys even want them. But if the hunky guys want them, the girls say, no, 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 no. I want a guy that's got a little bit of plump. I want to feel a man, she said, like on top of me with the weight of a man, not some flimsy little fruit. And I agree with that. You know, a little bit of meat. In the chat room, they say you're not, it's not fat anyway. It's just big boned. <laughs> that's right. No, that's right. You know, this baloney. Big bones everywhere. Well, this baloney about everybody. Doesn't they have big bones everywhere? Well, I, I, I didn't let that go. The ladies love it. I, did, I didn't let that go. You know, I've learned now that uh, I have all these new, great, wonderful black friends of mine who I love, like Lily McLeod and Angie BNGB. Actually, Dave, Dave, you know BNGB, I'll bet, right? Because you're both from Atlanta, or both are living in Atlanta. Well, I, I do know BNGB from uh, back in the day in my radio days in Cleveland. Uh, when Hammer and those guys came through, I had a chance to interview some of those guys. But, you know, yeah, I, I do know her, definitely. You know, she's got a new album that's going to be coming out. Like, you got a new album that's going to be coming out. It is awesome. <laughs> Did you Man, fall in love imagine. with Angie? When and and she's awesome. She's when, you Angie, when you met Angie, did you fall in love with her? Smoking yeah, I wanted to take her home with me. I just didn't know if my wife would agree. You know how that goes. Oh, 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 oh well, we won't do that. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to do that. We don't. She's the most beautiful black woman I have ever seen, even better than Lena Horne and better than... Oh, uh, God, Lena Horne? Oh, my God. No, Lena Horne looks too white. She's got, got like a white face with white nose. And she looks, what do you want to call her, African or wherever the friggy people came from. I don't know, Africa. Because sometimes... Well, people get slave African. 
No, they get mad. A lot of black people don't want to be called African. They they resent it. They said I'm American. I'm not African. So I don't like. She's like, like the hottest black lady on the planet. But, but like she's a beautiful. <laughs> she's a beautiful black woman, not a half and half, not a a whitey looking black girl. She's a truly beautiful African woman. That's and I'm crazy about it. If I was straight, I'd be marrying her. Absolutely. Well, tell, her to call, tell her to call me anyway. You know we live in Atlanta, and everybody doesn't have to know everything. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, so let's talk about, huh? What does that mean? He's married, but like you know, everybody doesn't have to I, know everything. You know what? Listen, <laughs> I'm already your pal because I let it go. I didn't push it because you know <laughs> I didn't want to make it. But you got to see Angie today at like forty. How much? Forty five. Uh, we don't know. We don't talk about age. I remember. mean, she's more gorgeous. <laughs> she is so gorgeous. I I've always said the three ifs. If I were rich, if I were forty years younger, and if I was straight, I would be married to her. Well, she, she's fine if she's fine, she's fine enough to make you turn, turn to come Absolutely. back. Absolutely, she's a lovely person. Yeah, she's fine enough to make you turn straight. That that can yeah. never happen. <laughs> she'll, she'll straighten you out. She'll straighten you out. Yeah, but that can't happen because so let's, I'm married to Jimmy. We got married about seven months ago legally in New York, and Jimmy would be upset so. if I married. I Angie. would be upset, but I love Angie B. Also, I mm -hmm. think she's fabulous, and like we and we're, we're since we're at Spectrum Music Group, we're going to be putting out her record. Like we're putting out your record. We're very very excited um, for both of you guys because yes. like you guys are both such huge talents, and we're excited to have you on the show now. And Let's tell everybody like so like because I, I think it's well, cool. I just want to say oh. something, Dave. Before we went on the air, I asked Chad to play you for me because I'm really I'm old. I don't know this music of whatever. Mm -hmm. And I heard your song and I almost knocked our desk over because I was tapping my foot and jumping around and moving. It's a hot song. I like your song already. I appreciate which it. We're gonna, which we're going to play. We're going to play it in a minute while I, you're I on the phone. I want to play the one that you played before. I love we're going to play his song because that's the yeah, song we're playing. The promoting. one that, that yeah, Chad played fine. earlier. Anyway, Fabulous we're going to do that, but I want to talk a little bit about his career and get it going so everybody like going in here knows um, what's going on, what too. Um, so, okay, so you're like, you're part of Men at Large. You, first of all, I like the fact that you got a radio history, uh, that you're, uh, you got a, you were, you were a big time disc jockey. You got to spin and interview cool, cool people. Uh, from Man. that, you turned it into singing and uh, you got discovered by Gerald Levert and, and then you became Men at Large and then you blew up big time. And, uh, and and how and, and how was like how was that for you like getting to tour the world selling millions of records and all that was that a, just a total blast? Man, it was totally exciting, man, and uh, it, I, I love it, man, because you know when we when we do get booked, you know the people still act the same, man. They still, you know, they're a little older now, so they can't you know be as active <laughs> jumping all on you and stuff like that. But I mean, it was it was an experience that I'll cherish for the rest of my life. I'm so thankful for. Um, the Gerald Levert legacy, his family, uh, just for wanting to, for believing in us and, and putting us out, man. I'm, I'm very thankful, man. It was like nothing else. I mean, and that was like, the, I mean, the Levert family in the music industry, that's like legends. Man. They just flashed I mean, you a picture of you. They flashed a picture of you. You're a very good looking man. Do people tell you, like they tell heavy girls, she has a beautiful face, but she's fat. Do they ever say to you, you have a handsome face, but you should get thin? No, most of the women just tell me I'm sexy, man. I ain't even lie to you about I think it. So. I, You're a good looking then, guy. You have a good looking, and, handsome face. <laughs> and then when I start singing, you know, the clothes start falling off. So that's how there it goes, you man. Go. Oh, my God. <laughs> and with the big bones I'm, all over and the clothes off, you've got to be something else. Oh, man, think, it's fantastic, man. 
And what's your wife look like? Is she like drop dead gorgeous, sexy? My, my wife is very pretty. She has a beautiful smile, and I think that was one of the things that attracted me to her, man. Besides, you know, I was in a, um, I was kind of in a dark place in my life. Um, you know, I, you know, I was going through a lot of things, making a lot of bad decisions, and um, I don't know, man. You know, I believe maybe God sent her to me to kind of straighten me out, but now I can't stand her. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> It's no joke. Like Please take my wife. It's not easy being married to a rock. Is she star. listening to this bite right now by any chance? <laughs> she, my wife is an educator and she's um she knows I make a lot of jokes and but I'm serious, but I'm making a joke. But um you know but she's I'm uh making a joke. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're what is known as the son of a bitch. Actually you know? what he's known as in the music world is Black Pavarotti. You know yeah. what? You know what? I think that your wife has to be a super duper woman because to be married to a guy that's performing is not easy. When you're on tour and the other girls that hit on you, those poor women sit home wondering, I wonder what my husband's doing now. Um, so they have a very different outlook on life. They're super intelligent women and strong well, you women. Don't have to, I, my wife is, is really strong. Like I know a lot of cats and, and women as well. Like women have the hardest time being in entertainment and their men are not in it. I mean, they just think that. They have no trust for the women. But, I mean, I can honestly say besides all the BS that we go through, she never gives me headaches about, um, you know, me and my career, you know, women wanting to hug on me, sit on my lap, take pictures and stuff like that. Because, right, she trusts you. Know, for, you. For, the, she, for the most part, I don't do dumb stuff, man. You know, a lot mm -hmm. of times with guys, we do stupid stuff. We do stupid stuff. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying if you're going to do oh, something, yeah. do it smart. And, and a lot of times we leave a, a bread trail. We leave a, a trail of, of, you know, and, and we just do it stupid. And then, you know, when we when we make the mistake and we get caught, we don't we don't own up to it. You know what I'm saying? So I know all about I, it. Because I don't. I don't bring BS to my went, house, man. Friend of mine went through it about 20 years ago. I won't name the the performer, but he's a very very famous, um, I guess, rock and roll performer. I guess he would be. I could whisper Jimmy in his name in your ear. Rock and roll, I think, and. Um, What's it like when it's loud and they bang it a lot? What's that? When it's really loud and yeah. stupid, they jump around with a guitar? That's rock and metal. roll. Yeah. Heavy metal. metal heavy heavy metal. metal. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Heavy metal. One of the most famous heavy metal performers of 30 years ago. And uh, uh -oh. he, he became he a good He was a good <laughs> I'm telling you. He was a good friend of mine. And he couldn't keep a girlfriend for a week. And he used to be heartbroken because these girls would dump him. I mean... They walked away to go get a, a you know drink in the green room and came back and some other chick was on his lap. He was a hot guy with long blonde hair, you know, really wild. Anyway, he went through his life pretty miserably. And um, he said at the very end of his life, it didn't pay, Ron. He said, I screwed up. It didn't pay. He said, I missed so much by being a jerk. And I think a yeah. lot of the younger groups today are realizing that the drugs, the women uh, going with rock and roll is not the healthiest way to go. There you go. You're smart. You found God, and God said, "Is your wife to you?" And you're now you're being a good boy. No there doubt. you go. See, I'll stick up for you anytime. I'll lie for you anytime. <laughs> <laughs> so let's 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 do this. So, so like, uh, first of all, I want to tell everybody: if you guys want to find more about Dave Tolliver, you can go to www.davetolliver.com. Um, you can follow him on Twitter. He's at Dave Men at Large. Um, and, yeah. and uh, he's got an album. That, his first solo album was called Black Pavarotti, right? 
and it's available yes, for sale now. And he's got a new single called Home that's on a forthcoming album that will be coming out on the Spectrum Music Group Monarchy Records. Uh, but the first single is called Home. And uh, Chad, you got it ready for us? Ready. All what right, do you so say, Dave, Chad? I want you to introduce it for us all, Dave. We're going to play it. You hang on the line. We're going to come back afterwards and talk some more. All right, well, this is your boy Dave Tolliver, a.k.a. the Black Pavarotti, a.k.a. Minute Large Forever. And here's my brand new single on the Monarchy Spectrum label, dog, on the Jimmy Star Show. Home, baby. Let's go. Oh! It's the only place I want to be. You already know why. I mean, it's more than that, but... (laughs) You know why, though. (laughs) Yeah. I ain't even got to say no more. I know I'm on my way though. Get ready. Early in the morning when I'm standing at attention. I'm missing your attention. And the smell of your loving all over me. I mean all over me. Nothing better than waking up to perfection. So perfected it's leaving me with no question. That this is where I want to be. To put it in perspective, I've given up the quest now. I can't wait to come home.
Yeah. Like that That's home, Dave. Totally smooth, dude. Like, I can see how, like, when you're on stage singing, the ladies are, like, throwing bras at you and shit. Nah, right. They don't wear bras anymore, Jimmy. They throw their panties. They don't even wear panties anymore. Now they throw their what? Pubic hairs. I don't what? Know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let me just for, say for, Hey, for those of them that still have it. That's yeah. <laughs> right. With the wax. I said, damn. I said, I, I said, damn, man. At least let it look like it been through puberty. Jesus. Right. They, they call it a landing strip. Like they make it like little landing strip now. But anyway, my suggestion is to everyone listening: buy this song. Get the person that you want to love you in a room. Play this song. Have a cocktail, and then begin mm. to have sex. This is yes. a sex song. Period. Oh my! A Amen. sex song. This is a song to make love with. The move, yeah. the, the beat, the groove, the voice. You are fabulous. You're going in my car. That's a big compliment on this radio show. My if you, man. If you, if you make it to my car, you're king. I love your song. It's fabulous. I'll make it to the back seat. <laughs> I feel like that there jerk on, on X Factor. I sound like him now. What's his name? That English moron. Uh, Simon Cowell. Simon Cowell and that jerk. I sound like him now with the critiquing. But seriously, you've got it, baby. You know, there's nothing like the oldies that come back with the proneness. The young Man. kids today overamp. They scream too much. They rush it through. They want to be hot. They want to be big. They want to be famous. No, baby. Got to go like you. Slow. Easy. And yeah, fabulous. Baby. And deep. You're great. And, and deep. deep. <laughs> <laughs> I like you. You got a mind like me. I like you a lot. But yeah. it's a good song. I, I just want to salute. I want to salute Monarchy Spectrum, man, because you got a lot of my friends on the label, too. That's what really enticed me. Uh, I mean, you know, Tony Terry, I've been friends with him for over 20 years. Glenn Jones, Adina Howard with her sexy ass. Jones. Fredro Starr. Uh, Randy Gills, my man from Two to Extreme. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I and I heard that a couple of my other partners are getting ready to sign uh, from the 90s era. My man, Big Jazz from Drew Hill, he called me and I told him, I said, man, do it. I mean, man. Dude, Drew Hill, I have to tell you, like, Drew Hill, uh, uh, and I've tweeted to them a couple times, but Drew Hill is my favorite out of all the, like, 90s, like, R&B bands. Uh, Drew Hill's like my, not not Cisco like by himself stuff, but like the actual Drew Hill like sleeping oh, in my bed lovely. and all that stuff. Like those are like the, those, those in Men at Large songs are so sexy, dude. Like it's just not even funny. I'd like I to say this. It, A few days ago on Good Morning America was Blondie. Now, you know, Blondie's like my age, okay? Yeah, she was, yeah, she yeah. was, she was back and she was performing. And afterwards, Lara Spencer and Robin were talking about the 80s is so back. It is the new today. Everybody's doing concerts all over the country, all over the world. Right. All the 80s and 90s performers. So we know that your music is going to fly because it's hot again. It's the style that the kids want. They're sick of the yodelers, the screamers, and the banshees. Now we finally have the talent. The real musicians. Talent. Talent's back. Songs that have meaning. Sounds that are beautiful. It's back. So you're going to be That's big and hot again. Trust me. I like Absolutely. I You're like at the top of the wave. Hot, You're at the top of the wave. Now you have to go to Cartier or Tiffany and buy your wife a, lot, a nice piece of jewelry when you make all the money. <laughs> she's she, she the only one that get that money. Trust me. Well, give <laughs> and my, the money, my little okay. daughter. Yeah, I was going to ask you, how many kids you got? I have uh, two, possible three or four. You know, I have... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
One of my sons just turned 18 yesterday. Uh, my I other son turned, that. yeah, my other son turned 16 on the 10th, and uh, they three days apart, two years. And my daughter is eight years old. Man, she's a hell of a singer too. So you know. Oh, that's awesome. Well, talent doesn't fall far from the tree either. There you hey, go. Amen. That's cool. So let's just go real quick because we only got a couple minutes. But uh, besides being the superstar multi-platinum singer, you also uh, you started in a whole bunch of major like uh, stage productions, and you got and now you're doing some acting, and you got a couple of films uh, coming out, coming out, and getting ready to come out. Almost definitely. Uh, the biggest the biggest project uh, stage play I've had so far. Uh, one that's straight to DVD right now is called Soul Kittens Cabaret. It's with me, Fantasia, Faith. Nikki Gilbert and Moni for, from the R&B Divas. And this fall, I'll be touring in the baby Ho- this show, uh, show called Baby Hold On to Me. It's the Gerald Avert story. Um, I don't know if I should have leaked that or not, but I did. I'm playing there myself. Uh, uh, also, movie-wise, um, I've been in a couple. I've been in like nine movies, man. I was in a, a family, that Madea's uh, Big Happy Family. I was in uh, what what to do what what to expect when you're expecting with Cameron Diaz and Chris Rogers. I was in Cameron Diaz's Fat Camp, you know what I'm saying? Good job. And yeah. uh, I was in a couple of independent movies. A movie called Recognize and Recognize Part Two was coming out. I played one of the Atlanta South Side uh, club owners, you know. And I, you know, I, I love I love life, man. I'm also uh, as I know you said we had a few minutes. I'm starting a, um, a consulting company for some of these young artists, man. Because we so are missing artist development and uh, just direction for some of these young guys is going to be called Tall Mill Consulting. Myself and my business partner Jay Millie, and I'm I'm just really excited, man. I I talked to Bobby yesterday, and I'm just really excited about what's getting ready to happen with happen with this with my music right now, man. I'm I'm thankful for Monarchy Spectra, and uh, you know, man, let's let's get this got dog money. You dig? Let's get this paper, man. Let's Absolutely. Let's bring R&B back. Let's bring music back to respectability, man. Oh, it's where... coming back. It's on its way. Yeah. It's almost here. No, it's it's def- it's a definite. I think we've got it. I don't know. Like we're gonna play. We're gonna premiere uh, the Lily McLeod. I don't know if you watch X Factor, but she's uh, an older, beautiful lady with a phenomenal voice, and uh, she's got a new single coming out next week. And I th- I think all the um, all the real artistry is is coming back because people are kind of tired of all that stuff that everybody sounds the same, and 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 it's just not well, not good. You know what it is. We have such advanced technology today in the sound right. department. They can do anything. I mean, look what they did with Barbara Streisand. They made her voice good again. Now poor Diana Ross is trying to make a comeback. She sings like a frog, but they're going to do something with her. She may sound like a man when they tweak her, sort of like a, uh, you know, whatever. You guys have the voice. Right. You got you guys have the voice. You have the voice. And your voice is what the kids love today because they're sick of these artists like Cher when Cher does her song that she sounds like she's on Venus, you know, with an echo machine. But you guys have the real You guys thing. can actually sing. I mean like you well, know Lily, Lily, getting back to Lily McLeod, we were at the recording studio with her and they were playing her track and she sang without a mic, two feet from me. My God, I said how fabulous to hear a voice again a person that can really sing like you you have a beautiful voice too i'd love to hear you Thank do you, Pavarotti. Yeah, i mean Pavarotti. Great, great 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 talent i'm thrilled with it i can't tell you how happy i am absolutely enough, hey, enough I, about people I, i'm excited man i'm excited i'm excited man. too because now i, I wish can you, go out i wish enjoy. i wish bobby would have gave you some of those i sent him about three or four more records yesterday 
Like, I, mean, I wish you the game to you so we could have played today, but I know we only got a few minutes, man. But dude, you know, we're gonna, hey. you're, you're gonna dude, we're gonna have you back anyway. Yeah. We're gonna make you like a regular because, like, we're gonna blow. I want you to be blown up to be superstar. You got such a great voice. Everybody freaking loves it. Everybody in the chat room loved it. Uh, you're gonna have an album coming out. We're definitely gonna do heavy promotions for that, and we'll bring you back on for that. So, and anytime you got anything you want to uh, promote. All you got to do is shoot me an email and say, hey, I got like this coming up. Can I come on? And even if we only have you come on for a little bit to tell us what's going on, dude, you could be like our, our Dave Tolliver correspondent of what's going on. And Dave. That's what's up. Yes, Dave, sir. Yeah. Listen up. We only have great talent on this show. And our people will tell you from our fan mail and stuff. We don't have bad talent. We don't have bad singers. We don't have bad entertainers because we can't afford to. Anyone that's right. on this show. This is the number one show, you know. I don't know if you know our baloney. We're all over the world. We're on iHeartRadio. You're being heard by millions and millions of people. And we can't afford to put junk on because we wouldn't be who we are today. Everyone that Jimmy selects and allows on this show is a star. There you go. You come back whenever you like. You're fabulous. Yeah, Dave. We love it. Everybody, too. Everybody needs to follow at Dave Men at Large on Twitter. Go to Dave Tolliver. And Instagram. Uh, and, and on Instagram. Instagram too, same thing. Oh, yep. yeah, at Dave Men at Large. Yeah, follow Dave Men at Large. Uh, go to DaveToliver.com to see what's going on uh, in his world. We're going to have him back. And please, everybody, it doesn't matter what country you're in, uh, his new single, Home, is available worldwide iTunes. on iTunes and Amazon and all the different sites. So everybody, please go download it, and uh, and that way he can make some paper. And Man, so I need I. it. I mean it. <laughs> You know what I mean? We all need that paper. Also, be on the lookout for a TV show I'm involved in called Platinum Kings and Queens of Atlanta, man. I'm, I'm rolling the dice, man. I'm trying to do it all, man. And I also have a radio show on Thursdays from 7 to 9. Uh, just go to DaveToliver.com. You can find out all that. Big up Jay Millie, L. Garth, Lonnie Baby, the whole squad, man. The Jimmy Star Show. There you so go. life does begin at 40. There you go. Man, you know, it's I'll be 44 this year. I told everybody on my 44th birthday, 44, you think of 44 Magnum. So everything I do this year got to be big. Because when you so when you say the word Magnum, you're thinking big and fat. So I'm, everything this year got to be Magnum. <laughs> you are I knew you'd get a ticket. I, I, I love I, you guys, I, man. I thought I was bad. You're notorious. I want to come. I want to come and be in the studio with you guys, man. I know that's, that would be super crazy. Well, we're, we're, give us like seven months. We're moving to New York, and we're going to have a big studio in New York. Now, listen up. Listen up. I am wild, but you're wilder than I am. I am the only white guy in the BNGB um, reality show. And I said, why did you guys pick me? They said, because you're outspoken. You say what you want. You don't give a crap. I said, of course I don't. Because, you know, I, I'm in my own head. I don't want to be jailed in my own head. i got to tell right. the world what I'm thinking. Exactly. So that's what I'm going to say. So everybody, you know, maybe we'll have you as a guest on that show. There you go. Wouldn't it. that be Let's fun? The only thing, is, show. Only thing is when you see Angie, you're going to fall in love with her. And I'm going to have to beat you up. <laughs> I'm in love with her. I, tell her. I'm in love with her. So tell her, call oh, me. Call me, girl. girl. Don't you play. She's my girl. No, no, hey, All listen. right, you guys. You're both married. We can share. Yeah, you can share, but because you're both married. All right, Dave, we want to thank you so much, everybody. You are such a superstar. Thanks so much for coming on the story. We love having that Magnum talent, dude. Keep them smiling. Keep them smiling, Dave. Anytime you want to come back, we'll bring you back. You're a super great talent. Thanks so much. Say goodbye to everybody in the chat room. Fun guy. Adios, mi amigos in the chat room. Coelho como tú lo quieres. 
See. Okay, I don't know what that means, but Living thank you so much, Dave. <laughs> Have a good one. And from us, Bye. Later. Bye. What a fun guy. Cool guy. Very cool. Okay, I we like, got to. I like when they play back with us. I hate when the, the guests come on and they're afraid to let loose and be, you know, fun. This is a fun show. Absolutely. So now we're going to call John Schneider because we're supposed to call him at 340. And if he doesn't answer, he's going to answer. I'm going to blow him out of the water. He's going to answer and be nice. Of course I'm nice. I'm not mad at him. He got screwed up with his time. <laughs> he just moved to the middle of America and he didn't realize there was an hour short. There you go. So, so. he called us at six o'clock Well, we were off the air. <laughs> So, you know. Want me to hit that just, for you? Yeah, let's hit it, it's, baby. It's his personal assistant's fault. His assistant should have gotten that call ready for him. That's why we have personal Stop whining. Here, What'd no, you say? Stop whining. Stop whining. Stop whining. <laughs> shit out of you when I come I know, down. I know. I can feel it. All the muscles don't mean a thing. I can feel it. Feel it coming. I'll snap those arms Schneider. off. Hey, John Schneider. Welcome to the Jimmy Star hey. Show. How are you? I'm so glad to talk to you. I'm good. I am good. good. Okay, before we get I'm, started, uh, I'm going to introduce you to everybody really quick. Starting off with our cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, how are you? And I'm not going to hey, say anything. Hey, cool, outrageous man about town, Ron Russell. Nice to talk to you. And I'm not going to say anything <laughs> about last week because you're here. But I said if you weren't coming this week again, I was going to go after you and kill you. Wow. <laughs> oh, well, hey, want, want <laughs> and it would be show. justified. Do you know how many women sat in their chair with their vibrator waiting for you to come on our show? <laughs> wow. Well, you know, there's, there's always, always batteries right there next to the checkout stand. They have the plug-in type. John's quick. You still set the oh. women's hearts ablaze. You know that. The All gas these women powered, were The gas-powered ones, too. Wow. Listen to him. The yeah, guest. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> no, but all the ladies it. were so disappointed. They really were. It was like, what do you mean? Ooh. All the gay guys were, too. Well, the gay guys, <laughs> yeah, but, you know. My, my gay hey, friends. Yeah, because, you know, Bo was the first. Bo was the first crush, so, hey. You're right. Yeah, but my gay friends. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that every week. It's so funny. I love it. <laughs> so, 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 hold on, hold on. Introduce him to Chad. We got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. John, let me see if I can get this straight. Hold on a second here. All right, get this straight. How'd I do? That was yeah, that's good. really good. If you're if you're into things from you know the past century, that's an excellent. Uh, <laughs> that's really great. You were my gateway TV guy. That's so. really great. You know, there, there weren't even cell phones when that was going on. This is true. But, yeah. I remember. I remember yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the show, brother. Good to have you. Get your pink slip it's a great show. That is a great show. Good to be here. Good to be here. And we also we also have Good. a chat room full of people. So how about give a shout out to the chat room? Hey, chat room. It's John Schneider. I'm glad to be here chatting with you. All right. So ask okay, me John, something. Let's John, chat. Let me, John, let me direct you. No, I want to be your director. I'm going to feed you your line, oh, and I want you to say this to the chat room. Okay, ready? Okay. Ladies, yeah. I'm here for you. <laughs> Only for you. And if you come closer, I will kiss you deep and thoroughly. <laughs> oh, I'm losing. I'm losing. Dead. Wow, they're, ladies. They'll die, ladies they'll they'll die. I can't remember all of that. I can't remember all that. Ladies, I am here ladies. for you, only for you. Yeah. There you go. And, and if you come closer, a deep kiss. I will kiss you deeply. And all right, fully. now all the broads are screaming in the chat room. I love it. And the fairies are <laughs> Good. All my all my gay sisters are out there dancing too. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay, so what I want to do because excellent, have excellent. 
we don't have tons of time, and I want to be able to talk about your new uh, your new film that you, that you actually uh, have put together. But before we do that, uh, I just want to like give a couple minutes touch on on some of your past stuff because I'm a horror movie junkie sure. first of all, so I'm very excited about Smother coming out. And um, oh, thank you. Uh, I'm super excited. Actually, uh, when we talk about that, because I, I, I'm friends with a lot of people in your cast, and so it's really cool. Um, but but I love oh, all the like stupid like sci-fi kinds of movies that you do that are so much fun to watch. <laughs> and so like I want to like just like like Shark Swarm and Snow Beast and Super Shark and Lake Placid too. That was like the worst one, but it was like awesome. Oh yeah, yeah <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, it's uh, those are good movies. Somehow, somehow they're so bad. <laughs> But they're really good, especially uh, uh, Super Shark. Yeah, Super, Super Shark, Shark for me was uh, it, actually it was the only one of the ones you just mentioned where it knew it was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously, when we made Shark Swarm, when we made it. Shark Swarm, Armand Masanti was not thinking he was in a dumb movie. I mean, neither was uh, F. Murray Abraham or Daryl Hannah. I mean, we 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 were making a good movie and. Uh, and then we saw the the, uh, the the CGI sharks, which I blast and smothered, by the way. I blast CGI and smothered. Oh, that's good. Because, you know, you just can't, you never know whether that's going to work. I did a movie that, actually, the movie was really good, but the CGI was so bad that the movie, it turned the movie to cheese. Uh, and that's called Ogre. Oh, I and I really liked one. the movie. Oh, I, I liked Ogre. It was, it's better than The Village. The Village, uh, it's that kind of a premise. Okay, but uh, it's it's a good movie. But when you see the ogre, it's like, oh, really? It looks like uh, what was uh, oh, there was a cartoon claymation porn film back in the seventies. Uh, oh God! Like uh, uh, it'll come to me in a minute. Okay. But I don't know that one. There was the, but, the Tinosaurus was in it, and it looked kind of like the Tinosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> but I like actually like I, I think all those. I mean, because you have so many great works of uh, of things like like Nip Tuck. When you were on Nip Tuck, that was like freaking awesome. Like Nip Tuck had to be. Oh, I love doing Nip Tuck. One of the best shows blast. around, and then you're on the remake of 90210, which I didn't really watch the remake of it, but like I'm a 90210 junkie because that was my time frame when the original one came right. out, and so like right, I just right. freaking like loved it, and uh, and then you're like Secret Life of the American Teenager, like everything Smallville, Smallville's very like uh like like oh, Smallville was great, and so like, yeah, they're Smallville all great, I think so, like, was the best was the best part of Superman. Smallville is the is the best part of Superman. Oh, a absolutely. bad episode of Smallville is better than a good. Two hundred million dollar feature film, I think. Absolutely. <laughs> no, it really it was so good with all the like uh, with all the characters and the how it all and and how everybody on it became you know did really well and has 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 had a great career from it all uh, and just the fact though right. that you've been like working for such a long time uh, as a singer also which by the way like uh, I I went on your website which we should tell everybody is uh, you can go to thejohnschneider.com it has information about yeah. smothered it also has like all kinds of stuff about fitness and like working out and what he's doing and and links to music videos where you're singing. Oh yeah, music. it's a good blog. You have a it's very a good blog. extensive website. Everybody should check it out. Um, it's really really cool. And um, and thank and you, and, thank you, thank and you know, we're sponsored by a record label. So if you ever want to put out music again, we are the largest indie record label in the world. Um, you can like hit me up. I would and, love uh, to put out music again. I'm actually in Nashville right now, uh, but I would love to put music out again because I missed that. Obviously, I did it for a long time. I had uh, 
for the time, I had a, a great amount of success in the music business, but in those days, you could have a number one song and not sell 500,000 units. So, right. you know, That's it was right. a different a different world back then. But you but, know what? Like you're, um, I miss it. You're, I miss it you're, rel- you're, still, you're so relative still. You have such a huge fan base that I think that you could easily like do it. And you'd say, I mean, you're, you might not sell you know, a million records, but I think you could, you, know, you could do very well and your fan following would purchase it and like it. And you've got a great voice. Like I, I went and watched uh, a bunch of different videos of you earlier today. Um, and then I uh, went to your thanks. website. Then I went to your website, thejohnschneider.com. I'm trying to get that in so everybody sees it. And I, and I watched the interview thing on Smothered. So tell us a little bit about Smothered. Smothered is a, a gruesome horror comedy. Uh, and if you watch that interview right from the horse's mouth, it, uh, it's got a lot of humanity in it, which most horror films don't. Uh, Malcolm Dangar, who was cut in half by Christine, and Christine mentions that, that uh, it is funny, it does have the right amount of gore, it has the, the right amount of <sighs> jumps and things, but it's you, unlike most horror films, you really don't want these people to die. So when they do, you feel really bad, which <laughs> sounds like a little thing, but, but you in the movies, the horror films in the last 10 or even 20 years, you didn't give a shit about the people who were getting their arms ripped off. It was it was all about how gory you could you could kill somebody. And right. there was no uh you're too young for this reference, but there was no old yeller in it. Oh, I know old yeller. No, there was no there was no finding Nemo in it. Okay. <laughs> you know, there, there has to be you gotta just... have you gotta have a a, a a bad feeling in in your heart, not just the pit of your stomach. You have to have a bad feeling in your heart when, when these people die in these films. So in order to do that, you have to do a, a fair amount of character development, story structure, and all kinds of things that mm-hmm. we used to do or they used to do in the movies. And uh, I, I'm I, delighted to see that it's working. I just died in a film. Film's called uh, Croker, and we watched it yesterday for the first time. It was shot last year, and I die in that. Yeah. I was glad I died. I should have died earlier in that film. I should have died in the first two minutes of that film. But if See there, and therein, the therein end, lies played, the difference. I played the nasty cop that everybody hates. Yeah, I play a mean, nasty Brooklyn guy with a terrible Brooklyn accent. And I'm just mean yeah. and ornery and nasty, and I'm abusive to the women I deal with. And I couldn't wait for that friggin' monster to kill me. I hate well, there myself. you go. I thought I was a mean son of a bitch. There you go. Let's go back to well, some other It's a different kind of a movie, different choice. Yeah, but did you ever... Well, different I, choice. Did, hey, did you ever really feel your character was not you and you hated it? Um, no, because I'm pretty much of a prick in real life, so I... Uh, <laughs> no, but did you, ever, <laughs> did you ever say, like, yay, kill that son of a bitch, kill him, kill him? You know, because I love, I love the guy I play in in the haves and have nots, and he's he makes Jr. look like a Boy Scout. I mean, it's so a, you it's like a nasty mean, man. the mean characters, and uh, but I enjoy it. I enjoy it because uh, oddly enough, there's a lot of. I think actors have a have a weird ability to be able to shine a, a flashlight on a portion of their personality and make it their dominant trait. Definitely. So. So rather than, I, I don't think any, any good actors are really ever inventing something. I think they're just bringing part of them up to the front. 
And, Would you try uh, to separate yourself from your character? Like when I watch my work, I don't want to know it's me. I look at it as if it's the real person so I can get a better idea of what that person's doing. Sure. Or do you see yourself? Yeah. No, 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 I don't see myself. And, and uh, my, my thing is if you, if, if you can remember doing a scene, then it wasn't any good. Exactly. So there you go. I don't, I don't I, like I agree. to see myself do it either. Yeah, you know, I mean, you're... you're uh, you have to get lost in it in order for it to be real. That's right. So, uh, so, so then naturally, when you watch it, you don't see yourself. You see, you see, uh, you see some other other guy, and that's great. It's a, it's. I think in any other business or any other uh, part of life, we would be uh, diagnosably sick. Well, <laughs> as I as I watched my character on the screen, I said to Jimmy. I know it's not me, but that guy needs to lose 10 pounds to get a facelift. <laughs> <laughs> well, go to my site, thejohnschneider.com, and click on health and fitness. <laughs> yeah, you should see. He's got pictures. with that. Also, ladies, if you guys go to thejohnschneider.com uh, and click on his health and fitness, he's got pictures of him doing stuff and, and videos without shirts on and everything. You guys will love it. Go check it yeah, out. And he's wearing a seat through phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in Smothered, too. I am like here for you. We've actually in, in smothered. Uh, <laughs> I like that. In smothered, uh, like we've yeah. actually like I, I'm pretty good friends with Kane Hunter and R. A. Mihailoff and and Bill Mosley and Adria Tanner. We just oh, had good. her on the show recently, uh, like three weeks ago or something. And um, oh, and uh, so you do have a lot of like great iconic fun people, and and actually they're people that are very accessible because they a lot of them do do the horror convention. That's how I actually originally met met all of them was going to the horror conventions to meet them all because I'm a big horror movie fan. And, and I have a question oh, about yeah. Don Shanks. Is that really like is that Don Shanks when you see him, or does he have like some fake muscles on, or is Don Shanks actually look like? No, that? that's Don Shanks. He's he's unbelievably fit. I Don was like, is, saw him, uh, and I was great. like, oh, my God, I couldn't even believe it. <laughs> he competed right after Smothered. He competed in a, uh, a Mr. Olympia over, over 60. I believe Don is over 60. Over 60 class, Mr. Olympia. He's unbelievable. And yeah, he uh, looked, I have not like met Superman. Don. Oh, yeah. How, how many uh, years Kane ago introduced was... me to Don. Okay. How many years ago was Dukes of Hazard? I'm trying to figure out how many years ago it was. Because that's when I know you. I know you from that show. What, what year was that? Dukes of Hazard was thirty-five years ago. Thirty-five. We years started ago. thirty-five years ago. Yep. God, that's that many years ago. Holy yeah, how about I was that? barely born. That, huh? <laughs> you, you, you all got so old. <laughs> all of you have aged, yeah. haven't all of you? That was thirty-five yeah, years ago. Yeah, what happened? I like that. Thirty-five show. That years was, ago. That was a good show. Oh, it was good. a great show. You were good in that show too. We actually had, had have had oh, on the had, show. Wait, wait, hang on. You had to be a baby 35 years ago. You're still young. I was 18. Yeah. Yep, I was 18. Sure you I'm are. still young. I'm 50. I'm 54. You, you don't That's look young. Good. You, you know? look good. Who's your doctor? Talk to me after the show. I own <laughs> health and fitness. Health and fitness. You guys, I'm there telling you, you, go. you, go to his website. He's got this whole health and fitness you didn't, thing. No Botox, no nip and tuck. No, <laughs> no, fillers, no I did, no I did P90X. No, P90X. I'm... That face I see the now. The way to take your ass off is to work your ass off. There that you go. That face is mine. So what? But how come you not have sags bags? You don't have any sags bags or wrinkles. Oh no, I got a lot of wrinkles. <laughs> I got a lot of wrinkles. I like them. What do you touch? I like them, and I've got. I'm starting to get. When I don't smile, I have a lot of bags under my eyes and the haves and have-nots. It's amazing what happens when you smile. 
You know, they say, oh, oh. I don't remember the number, but it, but it takes a lot more muscles to frown than it does to smile. So, you know, work Actually, out your smile every now and again. A lot, right. of, a lot of people in the chat room say you're cuter now than you were then. So I think he's handsome. So, well, they wrote cuter, but right. well, I think that's what got, they meant. I think Thank he's got you. character. You know, you're right about the muscles. I never smile because my face looks good. The minute I smile, I look like drapery opening, like a stage is opening and the drapes are coming up. <laughs> no, truly, the jowls come, the wrinkles around the eyes, the bags. I look like a Sharpe. I can't deal with it. So I don't smile. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, wait. We got to go back. I want to go back. That's so funny. Because uh, Smothered, okay. Smothered, you, you have a premiere this weekend. I want to make sure we tell everybody about it. So, Smothered, we uh, have a premiere this weekend. Friday, it is a, it's kind of an a invitation only, so it's not, it's not so much a premiere. It's not at a movie theater. It's at the Sheraton in uh, New Orleans on Canal Street. They are hosting this. It's a big red carpet event, about 300, 350 people. Uh, New Orleans. A bunch of the crew, the local, the local folks will be there. A bunch of dignitaries from New Orleans uh, and and Louisiana. I believe the governor is going to come. So uh, it's hey, all it's it's all to celebrate uh, filmmaking in the state of Louisiana, which is where I'm building my studio. Okay. Oh, that's awesome! Listen up now, Deirdre Sarego, who's a Hollywood vixen. She is in New Orleans working, and she's going to be there for like a year. Can her name be put somewhere? Oh. And she can come into that. <laughs> this way, yeah. she can. In, no, is she, she, can uh, is she a reviewer? Is she? Uh, she is an. She's a host. She's, she's a host on hostess. our show. She comes on at four. So, like, when we get rid of you, and, she's coming on. And she's an interview. I would love she, it because then she could, uh, if she loves the movie, she can blast it out there. I need, I need the world talking in, about this. Let her come in and interview everybody, and then the following week, she could tell all of us what she's got, and that's a good promo for your show. Okay, well, so, text Deirdre me. You've Sarego got my number. Now. I know you've been Yeah, I've got me. your number. Yeah. I'll send you the information, yeah. and text, you can uh, and text me that info, and, and I'll make sure that she's on the list. Perfect. She, Thank she, you. I'll make sure she's on the list. Well, I, I, I just tell you right now, she's on the list. There you go. Okay, Boom. Listen, Look at that. She's, she's a gorgeous redhead with blue eyes. Are you married? Okay. <laughs> I am. I am. Oh. Yep. You got any, I'm, I won't be in trouble. You know, she's going to crucify me. You got any single friends laying around? Laying around? I got any laying around? No, no, you know, you know what? Not, this girl doesn't do you know, that. She's a decent Italian background girl. <laughs> she's my daughter. <laughs> she's going to kill me for doing She doesn't want me to be known wow. as her. Because then she's going to think everybody thinks that because she's her, her father. Her pimp. Yeah. You know, yeah, her right. pimp. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I think it's time my daughter found somebody nice and got married. And what a lovely Well, there you go. Me. Absolutely. You know, I would How old is your she's, daughter? Uh, a few years older than I am. <laughs> Oh, she's good. That's that's good. No, she's she's like twenty nine. Right. She's like twenty nine or thirty, okay. something like that. I'll think, I'll and think about my friends. And she's a Yeah, think about your friends. That works. She's tall with a yep. gorgeous figure, long legs, legs forever, beautiful blue eyes. She's a she's a great looking girl. Trust me, stunning, like a cool. model. Very skinny, tall, like cool. five well, foot. Well, then five she's foot on the list, ten. and she can come and she can come in and, and review Smothered. I think that would be great. Good. Then you'll do some pictures you know, it with needs, her. The reason it needs a little, it needs a little, it needs a little help is because it's, uh, if you've spoken to Kane and Bill and all the, and RA and those folks, it's, it's different because of this heart, this humanity. Okay. So it's kind of a risk for people. It's not, you can't say Smothered is really like any, any horror film that anybody's done before. Right. Uh, because of the tone of it, because of the nature of it. So I need the, uh, the horror folks buzzing, buzzing, buzzing about it so that 
the distributors will take a chance on something and make a couple of hundred million dollars. It's, it's the kind of movie every horror fan has got to see twice. Oh, I, I'm definitely going to see it. Yeah, I can't I'll see wait. It too. And, and it's a good way that if she didn't tell her, to in, I will tell her, to interview everybody, we want photographs so we could put pictures up. Any publicity you want sure. to push your movie, we're more than happy to yeah, do we'll, it. We'll definitely oh, that'd do be it. Great. We I have a big following. Wait, wait, let me I, just finish. Keep cutting in, babe. I'm going to punch you right to that fucking window <laughs> in two minutes. We're married. Wow. We're allowed to wow. do this. Yeah. People love oh, okay, it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> we're married like seven months. We're already punching each other up. No, we're not. Go. We got legally married in wow, New York. Wow, seven months. Wow, that's great. You're legally <laughs> married in New York. Okay. We got married in wow. New York. So, no, I'm not kidding you. It's truth. So um, I'm a New Yorker. I'm a New Yorker myself. So, hey, where are you from in New York? Mount Kisco. Oh, that you're New York State. I'm Brooklyn. That's real New York. <laughs> oh, oh, no, 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 no. No, I'm, I'm from New York. You're from the postage stamp size part of New York. I'm from the real New York. I'm from the Dems, D's, and Doe's area. Yeah, you tell, tell, tell Niagara Falls it's not real. Yeah, anyway. Well. Anyway, uh, anyway. We will. Um, That's a standard joke. We I'll, I'll actually. Uh, I'll help promote it all because you know, like I have. Yes. Uh, I didn't know you have a different Twitter, so I've been tweeting to you at an old Twitter that you don't, I guess, go on, and now you have a new Twitter. Do you know what your new Twitter is? It's it's boring. It's John underscore Schneider. My old Twitter is the real true shit, and I much preferred that. But uh, people got squeamish about it. They didn't. They didn't like that. That was my handle. Oh well. Don't you have another one that's like J underscore R underscore Schneider? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, that's it. J underscore R underscore Schneider. You can get to it through the blog, though, I believe. Okay. Don't worry about it. Go to, go to Twitter. Go to Twitter and, and find me there. But the most important thing for me is the blog because that actually feeds out to the Facebook page. It feeds out to the Twitter page. It goes it goes uh, to every everything. I think it even goes to Instagram, although I don't use Instagram that much because I don't understand it yet. Okay, well, I'll, uh, I. I'll share it all because between my different social media Twitters, I have like over a million followers. So, uh, and a lot oh, of them God, are in the horror movie community. So I will, uh, I will start tweeting it out, sharing it out, and see what we can do. And I have about 15. That's uh, so great. I have about 15. And you've seen the. Tr I'm sorry. 15,000. Hey, that's good. No, wait. I have 15,000 people that read my Facebook page all over the world. So if yeah, he gets 15,000 reads a week. A week. So if we have wow. photographs, if we have photographs of your movie and some publicity shots, I will post them on Facebook on my page. Oh, that's great. We'll I appreciate it. it. Very, and, very much. And, and that'll push your picture all over. You know, all I do is indie films. I'm doing one soon. I play an angel. So Jimmy and I are great supporters of indie films. And he's starting his own oh, production company yeah. studio in New Orleans. Oh, in New Orleans, your own studio. Maybe you'll hire no, me. No, it's outside there. of Baton Rouge. It's right oh, outside okay. of Baton Rouge. Okay. Maybe you'll hire yeah. me. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> kidding. Absolutely. There you go. I got you're good. Two. No, you're good. You're dad. You're supposed to do this. I have two uh, movies in the, in the basket right now. I have... Um, well, okay, he doesn't need to know all the movies you have in the basket because we got to go. Hello? Oh, it's a publicity oh. push for me. <laughs> I hate him today. Today he's jealous. Oh, my gosh. He's very jealous because I'm very witty and up to I appreciate <laughs> you being willing to promote Smothered. I do because Smothered I is, is very important right now that that works. I believe in all indie films. And if Smothers is good, Smothered. I, Smothers, <laughs> Smothered. 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 I will call my friend Elsie McCobb who does a beautiful macabre festival twice a Film year, festival. and we will put your uh -huh. film in up for an award. Oh, terrific. 
Okay, I promise you. That. Oh, they'll terrific. like it there, actually. Right. They will like and it. And they'll love it because I don't think they've ever had a name as big as yours in the film yet. <laughs> yeah, they have. Well, uh, they have the same people. Uh, now, uh, Kane was in a bunch. The people in his film were in all the films that oh, you've seen okay, there. Okay, so then tell your friends about it. <laughs> anyway, Elsie McCobb is absolutely the most wonderful girl in the world. Cool. And I want to send a love out to her because Elsie is winning the battle right now with breast cancer. And she's a very young girl. Oh, fantastic. Girl. And she's going to win, and she's going to beat the hell out of that cancer because her husband, Adam, adores her, and he won't let anything happen to her. There you go. So, Elsie, I, I love, love that. Darling. You're big, you're your... big-hearted guy, you. No, I, I love her. Because she's really cool. She's, she's a wild Puerto Rican from New York, and I adore Puerto Ricans. And she's fun, and she's cha-cha-cha, and she's up. And I hate this disease. I hate it. There we go. Yep. So, everybody, anyway, yep. go to yep. com. Follow his blog. Follow Smothered on Twitter. It's at Smothered Movie. I want to thank Clint Morris, who's, I guess, doing publicity for Smothered for, like, hooking us wait, up wait, with wait. you. We got to go because we got another caller. Yeah, he's this, great. Wait, wait, wait. This Smothered is not a kill. Smothered. Smothered. It's not where you kill people. Yes, it's a horror comedy. You mean people watch people die? Yeah. Like having sex? No. Where'd you come up with the sex part? Well, no, yeah. Well, well you, yeah, you got to see it. Because two yeah, of them do get it. smothered don't, don't by the largest fortune. breasts in cinematic history. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> no, no. We have. Yeah, watch the trailer. The trailer is really great. <laughs> we actually played it for everybody last week so everybody right. could see it. And our friend Ozzy Oh, terrific. Our friend Ozzy Ozzy out in California has a girlfriend that has the biggest boobs in the world. They're a joke. They're like. Oh, no, really? these ones aren't real, though. This girl's got fake boobs on. Oh, on. This one's got them inside of her. <laughs> Did you see her on, on Facebook? Oh, my God. They're, All right. they're bigger than beach balls. All right. So, John, we want to thank you for uh, letting us <laughs> have you on the show this week. We appreciate it. We will definitely help Smothered, and I'll send you Deirdre's information. And yes. thank you so much thank for coming you. on the Jimmy Star Show. And good luck this weekend with the screening. I and had listen. a delightful afternoon. I had no idea I was going to have this much fun this afternoon. Oh, yeah. What do you think we were, two jerks? Come on. This is a fun show. <laughs> no, you know, I thought it was going to be question and answers and, no, you know, and just kind of the normal I stuff. I had a show out in L.A. called Set the Record Straight. For four years, I interviewed Jane Russell, Tab Hunter, uh, Tony Curtis, all the great stars of yesteryear. And I never asked them one question that was bullshit. Jane Russell, I said, what size Good. bra were you in 1940? Tony Curtis, I said, you really like guys as well as girls. I asked the questions that nobody dared to ask. And this show is the Good same thing. Good for way. you. Yeah, we, 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 we tell it I like it. it is. We tell it. And you get, when your movie's out and running about, come back on and we'll push it again. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. John, you're a delight, John. Absolutely, Thanks I will. Thank you on. very, very much. Thank all right, you, you guys. Thank you. you. All bye have bye. A terrific day. Right there. All Thanks right, you too. Bye bye. Bye bye. Uh -huh. Bye bye. That's the chick with the big boobs. Yeah, it's a chick with the big boobs. No, Ozzy's friends got ten times bigger than that. I don't think that broad can lay on her stomach anymore. All right, you guys. So here's what we're gonna do. Um, uh, what we're gonna do is Bring play. On. No, no, because we're gonna have another caller call, and Leon's gonna call in a few minutes. And uh, before that, we want to make sure we get to play Lily McLeod's song for everybody to hear. Believe her, I'm quitting this job. So, everybody, what we're going to do is play Lily McLeod's song. Uh, the name of the song is What About the Beautiful Children? It's available for pre-order now on iTunes, and it'll be released um, next week on Tuesday. And uh, it is an incredible ballad uh, talking about, you know, what happens to the children. It's very good. It's also very pertinent now with everything going on in the world. Listen to her voice. Listen to the highs. Listen to the how she holds a note. Listen to how professional her voice is. But mostly, listen to the passion 
as she sings it, I get tears in my eyes. I'm, I'm wild. Chad, about you it. ready? Wild about it. Always. <clears throat> All right, go. everybody. This is what about the beautiful children? This is the world premiere. Children can give us life and love. What about the children?
Yeah, that's What About the Beautiful Children by Lily McLeod. And there's going to be several versions of the song available on iTunes. Um, there's ones, all different ones, and they're all really great. This is the one without the ting-a-ling-a-ling. We'll have the ting-a-ling-a-ling one. It's up yeah. on iTunes. Uh, right. we'll, have to, we'll play the ting-a-ling-a-ling one next week because I sent Chad the wrong and version. Then you, and then you can tell us, you know, the ones you like the best. Well, and, and Deirdre's on the phone. Yeah. Oh, hey, Deirdre. Hi, Dee. Hi, everybody. Hi, Hi, we got you a date uh, for Sunday night. Oh, wait, no, is it Friday night? I got it. He didn't do I it. Know. I brought it out because you know me. I don't I'm know if you're not doing it. If you're not working on anything else on Friday night, like there's a premiere uh, in New Orleans for John um, Schneider's new movie, which he said he would put you on like the list that you could go and interview and take pictures with the people and report back to the show. And he's starting. Oh, he said, it's red, right. and he said it's a red carpet event with the governor and all the stars of the film. And he's starting his own production company in and Baton Rouge. Yeah, no, told- he had he had opened up a um, a big movie studio in Baton Rouge. That's yeah. right, and that's where you'll be going. Anyway, no, that's not where she's well, going. Well, I mean, that's where she'll be going eventually to work because <laughs> I told him that you were a tall, skinny, vogue, beautiful, redheaded, blue-eyed girl. And he got oh, excited Lord. about that, and he said to me, well, let me see if I have any guys that he could fix you up with. Nice, that's wonderful. So you may oh, even get a date great. out of it. A date oh, and maybe a movie role, plus you can interview everybody and take pictures and report to us next week, which we promised John that. He's a big shot, you know. He's not a little uh, actor, and he's gorgeous, too, to boot. Oh, yeah. How are I, you, I, my thought, I remember him from Dukes at Hazards. I used to watch That's it. That's right, Duke. He, he was only 18. Born, but. He was 18 then. Anyway, he's excited to meet you. He's waiting for you. And your name I'm is- supposed to send him in your information right. and stuff, and he'll get you on the list. And he said you're on oh, already. He said, no, he said it. He said, Deirdre Serego, her name is there. She's on already. Well, he told me Great. I have to send it to him. <laughs> no, I know that, but <laughs> yeah. he assured me. He, Jimmy, I'm going to punch you today. I know. Yeah, today, yeah, I said. G- Deirdre, today Jimmy is being a total crazy person. <laughs> I am not. I don't know who he is. He's shaking. He's moving all over. He's acting weird. He's cutting me off. He's like crazy today. <laughs> so how are you? I'm good. I'm really tired. I just woke up because I don't get home from work until usually about 6 or 7. And then, you know, a few hours later, you're back on set, so I'm tired. I have to be back on set in a little bit now. I what just woke up at two. A night, a night shoot? Yeah, it's a six to six shoot, which, you know, I'm not used to working six to six, and I forgot oh, how brutal six. they are. I'm usually good up until about 3 a.m. Then from three to like six or seven, it's just like, you know, hell from there. You're just sort of like punch drunk and retarded and, and silly and, and tired and trying to focus. and. <laughs> You know, how many take days, one how many take days after another. You, how many days <laughs> work do you have? <clears throat> three. So, so, so tonight's my last night. Um, oh, good, good, unless, good. Yeah, so thank God. But, yeah, and then, of course, you know, yesterday, or not yesterday, but the day before, I forgot my house keys, so I got locked out of my house, and it was... <laughs> It was interesting. Deirdre, you're weird. I remember remember when we did Croker and we worked at night. I hated it because I was tired. I didn't even have the energy. And guess what? The night shoot was my anger scene where I needed all my energy, where I really went wild, you know, accusing the guy of murdering his kid, his brother. And it was so hard to pull up that energy at 3 o'clock in the morning. So I know what you're going through. Yeah. What do you think of George Clooney uh, getting engaged? Oh God! <laughs> I mean, I you know why not? <laughs> really? Do you, think, do you think? Does he think it's going to change what people are thinking about him? I don't, I think don't so. know. Either that, or he's just a serial dater. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's just it's it's crazy. It's 
I, I, I'm like, where did she come from? I didn't even know he was dating her. He oh, found I mean, that doesn't somewhere. mean anything. No, Three he found her. love in five days, but. No, he found her somewhere. The people have really been questioning him about his sexuality. And his last comment was a stupid comment. He said, I'm not going to admit if I'm gay because that would, I'm not going to say I'm not gay because that would be an insult to all of my gay friends. Now, I don't know any straight guy that would ever answer that way. If you say you're gay, the guy say, hell no, I'm not gay. You know, men yeah, don't like to be gay. I mean, that's like if somebody asked me if I was gay, I would say, no, I'm, I'm not a lesbian. No. I have lesbian friends, and, but I don't think I'm offending the gay community. No, of course not. That I'm no, of course not. <laughs> you, are, you are who you are. So what's, yeah, new in, I mean, what's, new, what's new in New Orleans? Anything new? No, nothing really new in New Orleans. They're shooting a ton of stuff. They're gearing up for Jurassic Park, which I'm hoping that I can get something in there. I went and I did I did something, and I'm waiting to hear back. Hopefully I can work on that, because that's a union production, which is great. So that'll, that'll yeah, well, be you're, you're, you're after it. Yeah. yeah, So, but they don't have the... It's, it's very weird. Louisiana, with the laws down here, you can be union and work on a non-union production, but you don't get paid union wages, and there aren't... There aren't any union laws here protecting um, union workers, so it kind of sucks, which, you know, but... Any, anything, anything new about L.A. competing and making a bigger tax break? I believe they voted on it, and I think it, it, it didn't go. So oh, nothing's it didn't going, go. Yeah, nothing's okay. going back to, to California oh. right now. So oh. it, it's right now Louisiana and Atlanta are the two hot spots. Those right. are, those are the two big ones that are going on. We're going to be shooting Quigley down in Atlanta, so I'm okay. glad this way it gets the best tax break. You'll probably yeah. have a part in Quigley too. Oh, good! That would be nice. Yeah, I play an angel. Could you bust? Oh, well, that'll... <laughs> that's a stretch. That's, that's, that's a stretch. That's, that's really going to be acting. Now you're going to have you to pretend that you're an angel. <laughs> I mean, that's a major, major stretch. Got a so card for you. Anything Jimmy. else you want to report about? How's your mold? Oh. What? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh wait, I'm sorry. Hold on. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing a I'm doing a phone interview right now. Can I help? Yeah. Hey, Chad. You got a, you got a caller? Do I have a caller? Oh. Yep. Okay. Oh, yes, Leon, you, yes, you, yes, you have a caller. There it is. Caller, go wait, hold ahead. On. I'm sorry. I, Leon, I, Leon, Leon, I, Leon from I, Leon and the Peoples. Welcome I, to the Jimmy Star Show. Hey, it's my pleasure. How you doing? Before we get started, let me introduce you to everybody. Starting off with our cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, buddy. How you doing? I'm good, Ron. How are you? Very well. Then we have our Hollywood vixen, Deirdre Serego, who's actually in New Orleans working on a film. Hi, everybody. Hi. How are you? This is Leon. I'm you have good. to say I'm hi. Good. Hi, Leon. And hi, then we got the you? man... Oh, she's good. Then we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Leon, welcome to the show. All right, thank you, Chad. Good to have you. And then we got a chat room full of people, so say hello to the chat room. Hello, chat room. Hello, people. There you go. I'm very excited. <laughs> so, everybody, this is Leon, known as Leon in the acting world and Leon in the peoples in the music world. He's phenomenal, been involved in so many great projects. I'm really happy to have you on. And to start out, I just want to say congratulations for signing with Spectrum Music Group. And for putting out well, your new single, Love is a Beautiful Thing, dude. It's awesome. The, the single's awesome. Oh, the video's you. awesome. Thank you. And I I'm appreciate just, it. Yeah, we're, we're looking forward to just, you know, going around the country and, you know, playing for as many people as we can. And, you know, really happy with Spectre so far. And, you know, also happy with you, Jimmy. You know, yeah. You've been, you know, been a fan and, you know, help pushing I things understand. forward. And so I have to tell you right now, I get a first chance to tell you how much I appreciate that. 
Absolutely. Okay. Let me tell our listeners, because this sounds like a trumped up show, if you're listening in. Just because you're on Spectral Label does not mean that you're on this show and that you're fabulous. Because Jimmy doesn't work that way. And Bobby Collins would never allow it. Only the very best are invited to go on Spectra or Monarchy label. If you stink, you ain't getting on this label, baby. Blow it out your ass. Ain't never going to happen. We're the largest Indian record label of super But you know in what, Jimmy? Jimmy, it looks so corny because every time somebody comes on our show, they're a Spectra client, and it looks like you're blowing smoke up everybody's ass by saying, what oh, happens to they're be the best, they're the best, because you want to promote them to make money. So, I, you know, I tell Spectra the truth. Is, first of all, I didn't work for the label when Spectra sponsored this show. I work for the label now, but right. when Spectra but started I, I sponsoring don't want us, we listen didn't. I don't, I don't care what they think I, about no, that. I do, I do, because I, I shoot from the shoulder. I don't. First of all, every artist that comes on here is not a Spectra artist. I know that. We just bring on all I the great that. Spectra artists. I know that, but I'm embarrassed all the time to say the song is fabulous, fabulous, and then you turn out to be a Spectre no, client. Last week, I can't help it that all Spectre's artists are fabulous. Well, what do you think I'm saying? <laughs> I'm going to punch you again. Today you're getting a beating. A major beating is coming. I, that's what I'm saying. When I say now that I love his song, everybody's going to say, oh, Ron Russell, you're so full of shit. Everyone that comes on, you love their song, you love their song. But I really do. And that's because Jimmy only brings the best talent to this show there i rest my case there you go and actually there's a lot of people that have been on the show you know i didn't care much for and if you were smart you never heard me make a comment i stayed silent because <laughs> well i'm italian and i was brought up if you have nothing nice to say say nothing at all now i'm not gonna say anything anymore all right so leon go. Well, I, so, well, I, I i appreciate you having me on the show I you're great why not you belong here the song and you know and you know i've always said that beauty is an eye of the beholder so it, I really appreciate that you like the song, and I really appreciate that Jimmy does, and anyone that does, I really appreciate Yeah, but my it. mirror doesn't believe that. <laughs> Beauty's in the eye of the beholder. I look in the mirror, it is not saying that. It did well, dirty. That's, it, it did that's dirty because the mirror ago. is looking at you. Yeah, that's why I said it. 30 years ago, the mirror used to say beauty's in the eyes of the beholder. Now it looks at me, it says beauty needs a facelift. <laughs> All right, you guys, so let's go back. So we got Leon on the line, everybody. It's very exciting. Um, first of all, you guys know him as an actor. We're actually going to talk about his music, but I want to bring up some of his acting because he's such a super talent. And, you know, many of his notable roles have played musicians. He actually, uh, he was in the Five Heartbeats movie. He played David Ruffin in the Temptations movie. He was Little Richard in the Little Richard movie. Uh, like, talk a little bit about, like, so now you, you actually are a singer, and, like, how is that, that playing all these, you know, incredibly well-known, iconic figures in film? Um, you know, it's, it's, it's funny how, you know, the eyes roles kind of gravitated to me. Um, you know, I guess maybe it had a lot to do with how I saw movies. You know, people often have asked me, you know, who was your inspiration and stuff growing up? And surprisingly, what I tell them, you know, as much as I love, you know, actors like Sidney Poitier and, you know, Clark Abel Ron Russell, and, Ron you Russell. know, and everybody else. Elvis like was that. a guy that made me want to be in movies. Okay. And Elvis. I saw Elvis with, yeah, yeah, right, exactly, because I Elvis saw him Presley. make movies, and in, the, and in his movies he would sing, and he would kiss the best girl, and it was like, I'm like, wow, this is, this is the way to go right here. <laughs> and, okay. and I was just a kid, and I, and I, and I guess it always, I always have it in my mind, and the first thing I ever did in my life 
you know, on stage was a rock and roll revival when I was in eighth grade. I choreographed all the numbers and we sang and it was like, that was the first, my first introduction to any kind of show business. So okay. it's funny how I wound up, you know, playing those kind of roles. Natural born talent. That's what it's called. I loved you. Loved, loved, loved you. When you played, uh, uh, what's his name? Richard, little Richard. Oh, you were great. You. And that was a difficult Thanks. role to play because you got to look like a demented queen banging on a piano screaming. Not, a, <laughs> not an easy role to play. <laughs> With a lot of eye makeup, not an easy role to play. I love Little Richard, by the way. I'm a great fan yeah. of his music. I grew up to his music. <clears throat> well, I oh, think... Well, people, a, lot, a lot of people don't realize that Little Richard back then was a stud. You know, right. Was a what? A stud. A stud for, for who? <laughs> not for women. No, I'm a serious... I'm no, I'm no. What are you talking about? He had women everywhere. Women were going crazy over Little Richard. Oh, yeah, but he was crazy over his boyfriend. He wasn't interested in that. No, no, but yeah, but what I'm saying, if you saw pictures of Little Richard in, in the late 50s and early 60s, I mean, he's a great-looking guy. We had women oh, I, all I, over the place. Trust me, you know, I, yeah. his, I, his, I was his around personal, then. His personal choices <laughs> is one of the things, but I'm talking about women were crazy about it. Right, but it still was a hard role to play. Because you had yeah, to play no, I, it like Richard, and it wasn't easy because Richard was a character. You know, I've seen him in a lot of rock and roll shows when I was like 16 and 17, and he was one, of, you know, Jerry Lee Lewis, I used to go crazy <laughs> for him too. All those guys were fabulous uh, rockers. And you did a good job, I have to tell you, excellent job. Everybody out there, if it comes back on TV, watch it. It's a good movie. Actually, I think you can get it on eBay. That's oh, what yeah, I've been right, doing. Do that. I, I'm old-fashioned. <laughs> I don't know about this shit. But yeah, I, 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 my television. I open my TV. If it's there, I enjoy it. So let's. I, I want to move forward a little bit with it. Okay, so like, besides the fact, because you know, you've been in so many commercially successful films, Get Rich or Die Trying, Cool Runnings, Cliffhanger, I loved you, uh, Baps is one of my favorite movies, Above the Rim, <laughs> Waiting to Exhale, um, but here's, here's where I first saw you, and I actually own this movie on VHS, Band of the Hand. I was, I was from Miami, <laughs> I grew up down there. Uh, I love that movie. A lot of the people in that movie, you know, have had great careers, and it was a cool, like, I, I like those, like, dumb movies, like Rooftops, and, like, I like a lot of those kind of, like, dumb movies, which they weren't dumb at the time, but when you look back at them now, they seem kind of dumb, but, like, I absolutely loved you in Band of the Hand, and I'm a big horror movie fan, so I actually loved you in Bats. Oh, Okay. And, and, and Jimmy, so, Jimmy means this because he's got a collection of movies like you can't believe. <laughs> I mean, it takes up a room practice. I know, like I know, like that's fun. Here's Leon. He's probably thinking, "Gee, I've been in some of the, like the biggest movies like ever," and he brings up some movie I did 25 years ago when I was like a kid. <laughs> De Deirdre, what are you hey, doing? you know that's what, you know. It's, you never know what people really like, and you just hope that they like something you do. You know, Deirdre, what movie do you think was the good one? Is Deirdre still there? Deirdre? Yeah, yeah, I'm still here. Um, Little Richard was great, the one where he played Little Richard. Cause that's because oh, you watched you. me. I, I watched that with you, and I told you all about Little Richard. Well, and Cool Runnings, like about the Jamaican bobsled sled mm. team. I mean, like it all kind of like works because now as Leon, like that one I think fits a lot because as in Leon and the Peoples, uh, I actually originally thought you were a reggae band, but really you're like a reggae soul band, reggae soul and pop kind of band. Like talk a little bit about hey, Leon and the Peoples. Hey. Exactly. That's the kind of music we play. We play a mixture between reggae, soul, and pop music. And, you know, reggae is definitely a very strong influence of mine, and it's a backbeat of a lot of the songs we do. But by no means is it strictly reggae. There's a lot of, you know, soul influences, and, and there's also, you know, it's very commercial. It's for, music is for everybody. 
And that's one of the things that I've always hoped that you know, people understood. And, and actually one of the things I was most impressed with, with um, Spectra, when they, you know, when they wanted to sign me, they, they talked about my music as being music for everybody. You know, not that you're into any kind of music. And, 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 and that's what I hope. You always hope that whoever you're in business with understands the kind of music you're doing. It's definitely for everybody because I'm from the old school and I like the old music, but I like some of the new music <laughs> and I like your music. You have a nice voice. Do you ever do voiceovers? Um, I haven't, I haven't done, um, you know, much, much speaking voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But people always telling me that I should do a lot of voiceovers. So I actually tell yeah. my manager something. I you actually do. have a radio show voice. Well, that I've heard often. Every time I do yeah. radio, so yeah, actually, some definitely. Of these have called me not, friends of mine have asked me not screaming like sub, Jimmy coming does. Sub, coming in sub form. <laughs> I got even with him. <laughs> I said, not screaming like Jimmy does. I'm beating him up today. He's driving me crazy. So let's go back to it, though. So like, out of all the like, do you have like projects that are like your fa like projects that are like the favorites, or maybe maybe not favorite because you don't want to like pick up, but like something that's like one of some of the pro. What is a project that really stood out for you, like in in your movie world, movie and TV world? You know. I really don't have a favorite project. You know, when I when I do a movie, I try to you know put my heart and soul into it, and then after that, I just leave it alone. I hardly ever watch my movies past the initial screening because I'm oh, way wow. too critical. Oh wow! I don't myself. like to. Either. Yeah, way too critical but, color myself, and I start watching myself, and I start taking yeah, well, my performance apart. And I don't want everybody. To do that. Everyone I know in the business feels that way. But again, I'm going back to Little Richard, and I hate to bang on it so much, but that had to have been a really hard role because if you saw the movie. You saw the amount of energy that had to go into it, and the mood swings of your character, the the temperaments, the the, the you had to uh, to learn so much about Little Richard because you were convincing. I mean, if I didn't know who Little Richard was, I would have thought for sure you were Little Richard. So you're not going to tell me that that was not one of your uh, favorite or kind of you know sweetie pie film. <laughs> sweetie pie film. <laughs> oh, I have a sweetie. I have a sweetie pie what? film that I did. I did. You know, I mean, I, one of the things one of the things about um, playing Little Richie was interesting because um, one, it was a project that the network had come to me with. You know, based on the success of The Temptations and my performance with David Ruffin, they were only going to make the movie if I agreed to do it. And oh so, wow, that's an that's honor in itself. So I, yeah, so I sat there and I was there with the 20th Century Fox and 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 um, NBC production. And, you know, at first I had to go read the book and everything because, like you said, my vision of Little Richard was not me. I was like, so I didn't really think that. I'd... And then I saw how he was in the 50s and the 60s. And I realized that, you know, this was, you know, a, a guy that I could play. And then they allowed me to make suggestions on a director. And I'm happy to say I was able to get my friend, Robert Townsend, who directed me to Five Heartbeats, to direct the movie. Yeah, so great director. Right, so I felt so I felt like I was in really good hands, and then what was interesting to me, and the only time it really happened to me in my career, is I started hearing people say doubting that I could play him. Oh, they that makes saying, you pissed oh, off. Yeah, they were not pissed me off, but it just kind of energized me. Cause That's right. Saying, now I'm going to show you play him and, and stuff mm -hmm. like that, and I was like, oh, okay, all right, I'm really going to work at this, and you know, and luckily it came out good. Oh, it came out fantastic. Absolutely. So then, uh, so then now you've got you also besides doing all the great films, which I know you have a bunch of films coming out, like I guess uh, this year and next year, because I think you've got three or four in the can already. Um, mm -hmm. 
Um, you got Leon and the Peoples, great band. Not a new band. You've been doing it for a long time. Yeah, we've been doing it for you know almost ten years now, and just you know, just playing our music, and you know sometimes you know taking breaks longer than I had than I wanted to because of my film career, but um, yeah, just you know lucky to have you know my core people together for most of the times, and you know just really having great shows. You know, when we go out and perform, the reaction that the audience has makes it all worthwhile for me. I actually went online and plugged in Leon and the Peoples in Google's to see reviews of your uh, shows and to see what since we haven't seen you actually perform. I love the video, but I haven't seen you perform. And I wanted to get like an idea of like what do people think of Leon and the Peoples? And and dude, like every review online about Leon and the Peoples and their shows is how like how wonderful they are, how they like include the audience, how the audience feels like they're a part of it. Uh, like, like I didn't see one negative thing about any performances at all, which I'd have to say, you don't see that about hardly any, any band at all, you know? And so like, that's like super props. Like it's like, everybody was like how they, they get so involved with it all. And that even if they've never heard any of your songs before by the second or third song, everybody's like clapping and dancing and, and like really feeling like a part of the show. And that, that the reviews for Leon and the peoples was just a stellar online, which I thought was really, really cool. Well, and a tribute to really the band nice. and you. So nice to hear. No, 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 that's really nice to hear. You know, all I can say is that, you know, being a lover of music and live music and bands, that when I perform with my band, I try to give the kind of show that I would want to see. And right. I know that we when I go to that. shows, yeah, I, yeah I, I, when I go to shows, I know that I don't like people who, artists who talk way too much. <laughs> and I don't like <laughs> artists that, I don't like artists who don't act like there are people out there watching them, (laughs) you know? And so for me, so for me, it's very important to, you know, let the audience know that I'm there with them and this is our time to spend together. And that those are the kind of shows I've always loved. And so I try to put on those kind of shows. Leon, which would you prefer, which would you prefer to win an Oscar or a Grammy? Oh, that's a good question. I, I would say Oscar because I don't sing well. <laughs> <laughs> but I gave you a tough one, baby. I'd be extremely happy with either one of them, but I guess my ultimate answer would be to win the, an Academy Award in a movie right. in which I sang it. I, I agree with that. If I had a choice, if, if I could sing well, I would have. A, I would want an Oscar. Absolutely. I just have a place for him. Too. Maybe we just like work it out that you get to win an Oscar and a Grammy all in the same year. That and would be cool. The same movie wouldn't that the be same wild? movie would even be better. And the same movie you win an Oscar and, <laughs> and a, a Grammy and for and the soundtrack. Grammy. That that's yeah. that's the that's the answer from now on. If any interviewer asks you that, say I want to win both in the same movie. Good. There you go. Good oh, I like it. So, so now you got a new single. We're going to play it for everybody. I'm going to have yep. you introduce it. Talk, talk a little bit about it. The name of the song is Love is a Beautiful Thing. It's got mm-hmm. a great message. It's a, actually a fantastic message. It's a feel-good song. Everybody should love it. Uh, so speak a little bit about the, uh, the song, and then we're going to have you introduce it. Yeah, um, you know, Love is a Beautiful Thing is a song about, you know, real love. You know, not like that superficial love that so many of us talk about, you know, that kind of love where you, you go out with someone that I call, um, you know, slobbering on the same pillow as a friend of mine would say for years and years you go through deaths in the families holidays and stuff then all of a sudden you don't go out with them and you don't even speak to them that's not real love to me i'm talking about the right. kind of love to have your brother your sister anyone else you know to me when i if i go out with a woman 
you know, I hope I'm building a friendship for life. I'm not planning on ever not knowing her, whether we're together or not. And that's the way it is, you know. So when I talk, when you hear the song, you talk about complications and things like that. It's like we let all kind of things stand in the way of real love. And real love doesn't go away. It may not be good all the time, but real love is something that's forever, you know, just like the way you'd love your kid or whatever. You're not always happy with your kid or your brother or whatever. You may be mad at them. You may even hate them for a while, but you always love them. There you go. So how about... I agree 100%. I agree too, actually. True love is easy. You don't have fears, doubts, or worries. Uh, when it's a fake love, you worry about a lot of things. A true love is, comes so natural, it's like it was meant to be forever. And that's how... Exactly. It's exactly like how I love my children. I love my children, and I love Jimmy the same way. I wouldn't have married Jimmy if I didn't... You know, Jimmy and I are married. We got married a couple of months ago in New York. Uh, surprise! Hello, we're gay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, so, you know, yeah, love is a very comfortable place. If it's not comfortable, then it's not real love. There you go. So yeah, here's no, and, your song, and your song tells it. Well, thank you. So, Leon, you introduce it for us, and then hang on the line. We're going to play it for everybody. And, Chad, you can make it so we can talk to him while it's playing. How's that? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> Chad, pick up that pink slip. I'm telling you now. All right, Leon, you introduce it for us. All right, listeners, this is the new single for my band, Leon and the Peoples, Spectrum Music, Love is a Beautiful Thing. It is, it is, it is. Complicate is the only way now. Communicate, no one seems to know how. Learn to hate. The mistakes that we make, let them break Try to take us all down Somebody told me Somebody share the word Somebody told me Listen to me, have you heard? Love is a beautiful thing Love for your brother Love is a beautiful thing Reason why 
Yeah, like Love is a Beautiful Thing by Leon and the Peoples, who is live That's on nice. the air now, and everybody loves it. The chat room's going crazy. How was that for you? It's a great song. I've heard, I heard it earlier, and I fell in love with it. There you go. So congratulations, Leon. We think the song is great. I know radio is accepting it, and, and lots of stations are starting to play it. The song is awesome. Your, your band is awesome. We should give a shout-out, too, to the Peoples, because this is Leon, but it's Leon and the Peoples. So. Hey, Peoples. Hey, Peoples. <laughs> you, made the, you made the song work. And I think that Jimmy and I are going to see Leon at the AIDS Walk. Yeah, so let's tell everybody about that. It's yeah. AIDS Walk New York concert in Central Park. It's on May 18th, which is Sunday, right? This Sunday coming up. Concert starts at 1 o'clock. And come on out. It's from 1 to like 3. And mm -hmm. we'll be, you know, headlining it. And, you know, it's going to be a great day in the park. Beautiful weather. Great cause. Great music. Mm -hmm. No reason not to be out there. And, hey, it's Central Park, New York. Come on. And for all my gay family, or Jimmy and my gay family out there, come on, gay guys, come on down and you'll meet Jimmy what and I. What about just our friends? Like, everybody doesn't have to be gay. <laughs> well, it's a gay thing, honey. It's, it's not a, a gay thing. It's, a, it's an AIDS thing. I know, but AIDS is not a gay th disease. Well, it's a, unfortunately, everybody and their mother thinks it is, so I'm going to push it. Uh, okay, well, I think every, anyway, all our fans should come out I, and see I'll it, do it and everybody from New I'll York. I'll do it differently. All you fruits and nuts, come and meet Jimmy and I at this affair <laughs> in the park. Is that better, fruits? No. And no. Fairies. How's fairies? No. Fans. Queens. How's queens? All How about fans. people? Gay people. How many? Pe Why do they have to be gay people? Because I have to make them know I'm talking to them, not the, the heteros. I know, but I'm talking to everybody. We want everybody okay, to go. Okay, so you talk to the heteros. Okay. I'll talk to the fans. Right, we want everybody. First of all, everybody needs to, to, to go out and I get Leon and the People's new right. single. The name of the song is Love is a Beautiful Thing. It's available worldwide on, on all the digital download sites. It's a great. And there's two versions. There's a reggae version, which we didn't play today, but uh, maybe we'll play it next week on the show. But there's, With Lily's uh, ting -a, -ling a ling a There's a reggae version, and there's a, like a pop rock version. They're both fantastic. Everybody's going to love them. Leon and the Peoples is going to be in Central Park on uh, Sunday. Again, we want to tell everybody. I have to interrupt you for one second. Deirdre has to go on set now. So, Deirdre, if you want to say goodbye to everybody, we'll release you. Okay, bye everybody. I'll see you all next week. Bye. Have fun. Okay, have a good Have show, fun. Honey. Have a good show, Well, well do. Bye, Leon. Nice talking to you. Bye. Bye. Um, you guys can also find out more about Leon and the Peoples by going to uh, www.leonandthepeoples.net. Make sure you do .net or it won't come up. And if you want to find out what's going on with Leon's movie career, you can go to www.justleon.com, and it'll also take you to the music one, uh, to, to leonandthepeoples.net. And Leon is on Twitter, at LeonThePeoples, and at JustLeon. Did I get all those right? You got them all right. Okay, now my turn. Everyone out there, hairdressers, interior designers, uh, dressmakers, did, I, did you get my point, who you are, fairies? I mean, come on. <laughs> meet us Sunday. I want to meet all my fans that are gay. I love gay people. We're, we're a wonderful people. We want to meet all our fans. I know, but I'm like my sissy fairy girlfriend. Fairies. Uh, okay, well. Anyway, come actually, on Actually, you're not kids. coming to meet us. You're coming out because it's a great cause. You're I coming know, out You're coming out for New York. AIDS Walk New York. <laughs> and, uh, it's in Central Park with Fucking Leon and the Peoples. With Leon <laughs> and the Peoples. <laughs> He keeps banging me when I say something he doesn't like. He's like a Hitler. <laughs> I think they killed Hitler. Where are you? He must be Hitler's son. But anyway, come out for everybody. Come, come out, out to see Leon and the people. Come out for Leon. It's a wonderful cause. It's about us. So come and support us, everybody out there. Okay? There you go. How was that, Leon? Was that okay? 
Leon, yeah, no, up. great. Thank you. <laughs> no, I, think, I think he passed out. He passed out from so many gay slangs that I threw out at the audience. But we want that joint packed, baby. We want to be uh, so, Leon. You've done it before. Tell us a little bit about like, like not the rained out year. Like th- a couple thousand people are going to come out to Central Park to oh, see you play. Thousands and thousands of people do the AIDS walk, and when the AIDS walk ends, it ends at Sheep's Meadow, where the concert is. So people walk, and when they finish the walk, they're all there. And right. there's a concert, and then at the end of the concert, they announce how much money was raised that day. So, oh, awesome. You know, there's thousands right. of people out there. It's great. And then the really great thing about it is that people that don't even do the walk who hear, hear the music, and they just start coming out for the music. So it's great. Awesome. So everybody, again, it's AIDS Walk New York concert. It's in Central Park Sunday from 1 to 3. Um, also then, uh, we want to thank Sabrina Coleman from Pansify PR. I don't know. if Did I spell that? Did I, did I pronounce Pansify? Is that how you pronounce it? Panosfi. Panosfi, okay. Pan, no, Pan Sophie. Pan Sophie. Pan okay. So we want to thank Sabrina Coleman from Pan Sophie PR, which is Leon and Leon and the People's uh, Publicist. She's so super terrific uh, for setting this interview up. We appreciate it. Leon, we want to thank you for coming on the show. Uh, good luck with the show. Good luck with all the movies. Good luck with the single. And, you know, we're working it all the way around any way that we can. And, and uh, we want to just thank you for taking time out and coming on the Jimmy Star Show. And we'll see you Sunday. Anytime. Sure. Anytime. Anytime. All right. All right, Leon. Thank, thank you so you, much. Leon. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Right. The last time I went to a benefit at Central Park was John Ross was singing, and it was millions of people. This was back in the 80s, and it began to rain, but a storm like you can't believe. And Diana Ross came out and said to the millions of people, I don't want you to go home. If you can take it, I can. And she began to sing, sing Ain't No Mountain High Enough, and the whole park went berserk. Then the sun came out, and the tragedy was leaving the park. Um, Just couldn't get out of the park. It was too many people at once. People were trampled and knocked over. So I hope this Sunday people are a little more respectful of each other, and it's not so important to get out of the park in two minutes. Wait. Let your fellow neighbor walk alongside of you. Don't push. Because lots of people get hurt. Yeah, we don't want anybody to get hurt at the concert. But we do want everybody to come out to it. Yeah, but I think Leon's going to do the same as Jana Ross and pack that park. Yeah, I think so. He's done it about eight years for it. And and I'm so happy that we're living up in the Northeast again so that we could attend the AIDS walk. It's so important to get the word out to the world that AIDS has not gone away. About 6,000 people a day in the Northeast contract AIDS. And it's just astounding how this this disease has gone on and on and has taken so many wonderful people's lives. So come on out and support Leon Leon and everyone. Hey, so Chad. Yes, sir. What did you think of the song? It's a cool song, right? I like like the vibe and the feel. Um, It's nothing too flashy. It was like down to earth and groovy. I, I liked it. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, I thought so, too. And, Chad, you're not fired. You know I love you. I'd never do this show what? without you. I got fired? Oh, wait, Chad. All your special effects are fantastic. We also want to thank everybody for uh, <laughs> tuning in today, the chat room. Thank Ginger Irish and Cindy Lady Lake for uh, all their help in putting up links Ginger. for everything. Give a shout-out to everybody in the chat room. Uh, also, I forgot, don't forget to tune into the Irish Ginger Show Friday at 5 p.m. on W4CY.com. Mm-hmm. How much time do I got, Chad? Do I have time left or no? Keep going, baby. Okay, we'll keep going. So next week Minute we're gonna have a we're gonna have a really fun show next week. Um, I forgot who we have coming on, but I know that we have Jay Henry. He's a smooth jazz artist, and we haven't had too many jazz artists on lately. We have uh, some guys from a new documentary. Um, 
basically it's a paintball documentary reenacting D-Day. It's really like interesting and fun and funny. And um, and then we have a cool actor who has been on a tons of TV shows coming on. So we're gonna have another action-packed show. We're gonna have more new music for you. Yep. And um, Chad, what do you got going on this weekend? I got the weekend off, baby. Woo! Doggy. Wow. Yeah, that's a first in a while. So I don't know what the hell I'll do with myself. So we'll figure something out. There yeah. you go. The, the Boca, what is it called? The Country Club over there. The Boca, Country Club. They're closing down for the season. Oh. Oh, oh wow. Well, everybody, we want to thank you for tuning in. You can't see Chad this weekend anywhere, but <laughs> uh, next weekend we'll let you know where he's going to be, probably someplace. We want to give everybody a shout-out. Have a great weekend. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Jimmy Star Show, and we'll see you next week. Yeah. Have a good time today, kids. Bye, everybody. Always love the clothes of Jimmy.